Welcome everybody to the weekly Halacha podcast. We'll start talking this week about some of the Halachas and customs regarding Hanukkah. Hanukkah will be coming in a few weeks, Bezus Hashem. And though it's one of the well-known holidays, there are some details of the holidays people may not be familiar with. The holiday of Hanukkah celebrates the, the Jewish people's victory over the Syrian Greeks in the latter part of the second base of Migdash, second temple. Gemara actually tells us that Hanukkah is, Hanukkah is the only one of the holidays that's not mentioned anywhere in scripture. Gemara says Esther, the holiday of Purim, was the last of the miracles, so to say. Talmud asks, what about Hanukkah? The miracle of Hanukkah when the candles lasted for eight days. It says we're talking about the holidays referred to as as the holidays that were meant to be inscribed. And the, and the holiday of Hanukkah was not meant to be inscribed. It was not written anywhere in Scripture. So Hanukkah really is referred to as the holiday associated with the Torah Shabbat and the oral tradition. The Rambam tells us, regarding, regarding the celebration of Hanukkah, that when the Syrian Greeks pretty much took over the Beis Hamikdash during the Second Temple period, they made all kinds of decrees against the Jewish people. They banned fulfillment of certain mitzvahs. Miguel Schashmanayim tells us specifically three mitzvahs, mitzvah of circumcision, bismillah, the mitzvah of Shabbos, and the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh. Others have it also that they banned the celebration of Shabbos. They also made decrees against the Jewish women. Many different types of decrees made it very difficult for the Jewish people to be able to live properly. At some point, the Jewish people rebelled under the leadership of Matisio, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, which was unique because under normal circumstances, the Kohanim, the tribe of Levi, did not go to war. They were the ones who were actually supposed to do the service in the base of Migdash. Under circumstances over here, though, there was nobody else, and it was necessary for the Matisio to lead the, lead the, the people, the Gus, Hashmanoim, to fight against the Greeks. Many people may not be familiar with the fact that the Hanukkah, during the Hanukkah period, Many of the Jews, perhaps even the majority of the Jews, had become Hellenists. These are people that actually believed and sided with the Syrian Greeks. Therefore, they certainly would not have waged war against the Greeks. It was up to the select few under the, under the leadership of Matisio and Yehuda Maccabee that was able to fight against the Syrian Greeks as well against their own brothers, the, the Hellenists. Hanukkah story marks the time that they actually won the battle against the Greeks, and they regained control over the base of Mikdash. The time they saw the base Mikdash had been totally contaminated. The Greeks themselves were not intent on destroying the base Mikdash. That wasn't done until a couple hundred years later under the Romans. But they, they brought contamination to the base of Mikdash. Matter of fact, they made a point of trying to find every single, every single flask of oil in order to be able to contaminate it, to make a mockery of the Jewish people. They weren't able to do the service without pure, pure oil. When the Jewish people took control over the base to make dash, so they miraculously found one little flask of oil that had been hidden from the eyes of the Greeks. That oil only had enough to last one night. They lit the menorah that one night, and miraculously it lasted for eight days until they're able to make new oil. That's the reason for the celebration of Hanukkah, the victory of the battle and the, victory and the miracle of the candles.
Now it's interesting, in many of the history books, there is no mention of the miracle of the candle. They do make mention of the fact that it was a, a, a military victory. And on the other hand, in the Gemara, the Gemara talks about in Shabbos, that seems the main miracle was actually the miracle of the candle, more so than the victory of the war. But whatever, however we understand it, it seems both these were both these miracles are, are marked. And therefore, that's why when they designated Hanukkah as a holiday, it wasn't like a regular holiday. It's not a holiday like Yom Tov when it's permitted to work. It's permitted to do work during Hanukkah. But nevertheless, they, they said two things marked this day, this day differently. The days of Halav Hodah, praise and thanksgiving, which means to say, we say the Halal every single day during Hanukkah, as well as also adding the little, little prayer, al Nisim, in the Shemun Esrei and in Benching. And they also designated it as a time for lighting candles, commemorating the light of the menorah. And therefore, we light candles every night during Hanukkah. Now, the menorah in the base Migdash actually had seven branches. There were six, there were six branches on the sides and one central shaft in the middle. Now, technically, that being the case, you would have thought that we would light a seven-branch menorah today also. We can't for several reasons. One reason is because, halakhically, you're not supposed to make something the witch of witchless in the base Migdash. We're not allowed to imitate it. Therefore, we're not supposed to have a seven-branch menorah at all. Different opinions about you know, the propriety of having seven branch menorah, if other types of menorahs, if it's like using electric or things like that. But just in general, there's not supposed to have a seven branch menorah. Therefore, they didn't want to make a seven branch menorah for the holiday commemorating the Yumtif because that would have been in, it would have been in, in, in violation of this prohibition. Furthermore, since the oil lasted for eight nights, therefore they made it a branch, a menorah with eight candles on it, with eight branches on it. Allah also is, we'll see, since you're not supposed to benefit from the, last, the candles, they gave the candles of the menorah certain kedusha holiness that we don't find by other candles. We're not supposed to drive any benefit from the candles ourselves. It's meant purely to publicize the miracle. And therefore, especially in the olden times, they didn't have electricity. And if they wanted to be able to benefit, they would use something of the light, they would add an additional light called the shamish in order to be able to benefit from the other light. Generally, the shamash is usually made a little bit apart from the rest of the candles or a little higher than other candles in order to that people shouldn't confuse the two and think it's part of the part of the menorah itself. The main purpose of the shamash, though, is in order to be able to derive benefit from the lights of light, the lights without having to benefit directly from the candles. Although usually the light is a little bit higher, something could be a little lower too. It just may want to make sure that it doesn't, it's not the same level as other lights of the menorah. That's the main mitzvah of Hanukkah. Now the rabbis tell us obligation itself was fulfilled by lighting one candle each night. In other words, the family would light one candle the first night, one candle the second night, one the third night, through the eight nights of Hanukkah. But the Gemara continues that the Mahadrin, the people that want to beautify the mitzvah, they would light one candle each night per member of the family. In other words, although normally only a man is obligated in the menorah, and the, many of the mitzvahs are limited by time, such as holiday mitzvahs. The Gemara says women are obligated in the mitzvah of Hanukkah menorah too, since they were also involved in the in the in the danger of the menorah of the, of Hanukkah rather, because they made decrees against the Jew, Jewish women also, and also because part of the salvation came through the efforts of a woman. Yehudas will find Yehudas is one of the daughters of Matisio, and we see that she was involved also very much in 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 killing 
one of the Greek generals, Heliphornis, and thereby bring about the Hanukkah miracle. Because of that, she, because of that, the women are also involved. And therefore, the second Mahadran is that one, each family would light one candle per family member. And the preferred way, the best way to, to fulfill the mitzvah, though, is that the first night they would light one candle, the second night two candles, the third night three candles, etc. The idea over here is to show each night an additional appreciation of the miracle. The light, which should have lasted for one night, lasted for two nights, then for three nights, then for four nights. To show the additional part of the miracle, we light an additional candle each night. That's the opinion of Beis Hillel, which is the opinion that we generally follow. Be'ez HaShem will continue next week, and hope we all be together again. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.